Hello, hello, hello. This is the Blonde Priestess here on the Blonde Priestess podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I am so elated to be back. Feels like I was on a little bit of a hiatus, which many of you continued to bring to my attention when you were asking, where's the next episode? And I'm kind of so happy I I allowed some experiences to unfold because I really feel like I come to you with in this episode bearing fruit. I I come bearing gifts for sure. Um, It's very much so a part of my human design to have experiences and then to extract wisdom and share them with others. Yes, you can find that out from your human design, which is just one of the most favorite parts of my job is, is doing readings for you guys with your human design. So that has shown me so much understanding through myself and realizing that like, it's okay, Christina, it's okay if you need to take time to go down a road or make a certain series or sequence of of decisions and extract some wisdom from them. And, And then I really gain momentum and regain momentum when I share them with you. So I love that we are here. Thank you for showing up. Um, and opening your mind. And I hope and pray that I can enlighten some of the astrological and physical 3D uh, atmosphere that we are existing in right now. I really feel like if I could sum up this episode and also this last couple of weeks for me and many others is transition. It is all about transition. And I actually love the definition. While it is a very grammatical word, it is um, actually a word that is used to connect one idea from the next. And it's like a bridge a bridge that carries. Uh, so if you're in a transition right now, if you're at some sort of crossroads, you are not alone. And I definitely certainly feel that this is the current as- atmosphere of our season based on all of the sort of like universalization of our our current state of events. So Yes, I'm referring to Corona. (laughs) Corona and the ripples of this. um, And if you are in the US, there's also an election and many political things that we are not going to get into, but that, uh, you know, really seal a lot of fate for not only America, but the world. So um, if you're sitting around holding your breath, let it out. Let's just breathe. That is actually one of my big starred notes for you guys. During a transition, we must, we must, we must breathe. And I just posted on my Instagram, the Blonde Priestess, at the Blonde Priestess. If we're not connected, please let's connect. But I posted recently um, an IGTV on just a really, really simple breath uh, practice that you can do some breath work to get you back down into this plane and um, to get some stale air out of you. So I really suggest that. And let's let's go back to transitions. So for me personally, I'm just going to speak about a few experiences here that um, I've been in the middle of, that I'm getting through, and I'll share with you some of the tools that I've been putting into action, I mean, as recently as five minutes ago. Because to be honest, babes, this is a very intense time for me right now. It definitely is of feeling of being on a bridge, um, feeling like I'm on the connector from one idea to the next, but it very much so feels like an in-between zone. Um, And I am transitioning actually back to a place I never thought I would be back in, um, like ever. (laughs) I would say this is probably the most uncomfortable I've been in about 
six years. Um, and it's probably because I'm transitioning back to the place I left six years ago. And I'm very much so speaking in a physical sense. So I am moving. I am moving. But as I've learned through one of the other things I'm going to share with you is that I am a very migratory creature. So I'm intended to move. And that is one of my greatest lessons and gifts for others. And also my greatest challenge. Um, so that is what's going on with me. And then, of course, everything that goes along with that move, um, not just emotionally, like, to be honest, I feel like I'm just on the tip of the iceberg with that, going into, you know, looking into the emotions behind it and healing those if they need to be healed or just seen and heard. But the actual logistics of a transition are excessive. And I just pray that you will have support and I pray that you will ask for support, reach out, speak to loved ones if you can. Um, I know many, many, many of you are in the middle of one job and going to another, or you're left your job, or your job left you, or you are in a breakup, or you lost someone you love, or you're having to move across the country, both hands raised. <laughs> but whatever it is, this transition that you're experiencing is all about expansion. And that was a big word. I usually choose one word per year. And expansion was a big word for me last year. And um, expansion is uncomfortable. And the reason is it's growth. Like it's not easy to stretch further than you've ever stretched before. Just try touching your toes. But like if you can touch your toes really well, like put your hands on the ground flat beyond your toes. It's like super uncomfortable. It's like, I don't want to do this. I, it's it's so much easier to not do this. But then like there's that moment where you have to do something really active later on and you're like, I'm so happy I stretched out. I'm so happy I'm very flexible and I've put in the time and the effort to keep my hamstrings really loose and like what a gift that was. Like that was so worth it. But the shitty thing is you never really get to that feeling of like, ah, it was all worth it until you go through it and do the freaking thing you don't want to do. <laughs> I am preaching so hard to myself right now, like I can't even say. Um, anyway, so that's my little tip on expansion. It's meant to be uncomfortable. If it is uncomfortable, that's a really, really good sign that you're stretching beyond the box that you've existed in. And we all know beautiful things come from that, okay? So as you're expanding, it's okay to cry. It's okay to call a loved one. It's okay to get your stars read. It's okay to get your human design read. It's okay to get a tarot card reading, some Reiki, massage, therapy, whatever you need, it's okay. Um, I found myself apologizing a lot when I was talking to you know, my loved one and um, I kept being really emotional and I'm not usually, I kind of keep my stuff under wraps and I'm, I'm very strong usually when it comes to emotions. And I just kept getting emotional, kept getting emotional. I kept apologizing as well, just because it seemed like it was out of my character. And it was just so beautiful to feel him just welcome it with open arms and kind of applaud me too, that like a lot of the times when I do get emotional, 
I quickly will will climb back up and climb back out. And um, it was it was lovely to feel commended like that and also to feel that I had a space to express in. And now there's been times where I've had transitions and I didn't have that. So if you feel like you don't have that, um, I just want you to know that you personally have me. You can really, truly, I mean it, reach out to me. If I don't respond to your first DM, just DM me again. But you're not alone. It, it is my mission like and my goal that everyone feels connected. And there's been times where I wish there was someone that could hold space for me. So I am determined to be that space holder if you need it. Really mean that. So those are a few tips that I can share on expansion and helping you get through transition. Another thing I would say is know your boundaries. I've had a lot of people coming in with their transitions that are um, in my personal sphere. And I feel um, a little bit of vampire symptoms coming up. And so I've had to really, and what I mean by that, let me explain, Vam like uh, energy vampire, right? So you can feel them. They kind of sink the fangs in and then they start extracting the light. It's a very one-sided relationship often is what it feels like. And um, it's been beautiful. I actually have been welcoming welcoming in their bites because I'm like, cool, I get to practice some boundaries here, which is something that I've also had to learn and uh, expand on in the past. So while you are transitioning, make sure that you are not being drained of your precious juju from other people that are transitioning. Because what I found is that like attracts like. Okay, so reclaim some of your power back, stand on your own two feet, and say no if you're not available to someone else. And if it's a selfish reason like, I can't be here for you because I need to be here for myself, that is a very valid reason. And I'm, again, preaching so hard to myself right now. So there's no comparison. Comparison is actually an act of violence onto the self. So I don't remember who said that, but whoever said that is a genius because that is so true. We cannot take our situation and compare it to someone else's and be like, oh, well, mine isn't as valid because that's more intense or, um, you know, they're going through something a lot harder. Whatever, like it is real for them and your experience is real for you. And that in, it, in itself makes it valid. So I'm just kind of preaching a little bit of boundaries, preaching a little bit of selfishness. Ask for what you want. Give yourself what you want and what you need to help you through this time. The thing about transitions is we aren't always on a bridge. Now, sometimes we can feel like we're in a transition for a long, long season. And sometimes we're not. Like when you look back, you're like, oh, wow, that was like two months and like maybe one month of building. <laughs> that was it. And then you're not going to have another transition like this, like I comparing it to mine until like another six years or more. We usually work with, uh, in nine-year cycles, quick little numerology lesson, we work in nine-year cycles. Um, so the last big transition I had was the end of my nine-year going into my one year. And um, now here I am in my sixth year. So, um, you know, that's just been my experience with it. But there are different meanings to each number that you um, can be in. And the way you get that, because I know many of you are probably like, how do I know what year I'm in? What's my number? Um, you're going to add your day of birth plus your month of birth plus the universal year, which is, if you're listening to this in 2020, it would be 2020, which, by the way, is a four. 2 plus 2 plus 0 plus 0. That's a 4. So do that same thing that I just did there with your day of birth and your month of birth plus 4, and you're going to get your universal year. Now, you need to keep adding until you get a single digit, okay? 
If you have questions about that, let me know too. It's not it's not anything uh, you know groundbreaking. You can also give it a Google, but um, you can also just kind of check out what is this year meant to be about? What are the themes? And that can help you as well. So for me with the six, it's all about relationships. Um, it's actually known as the marriage or divorce year. So I felt that many my strong relationships have actually gone so much deeper and some of the relationships I didn't think were going to end did end and it's been it's like been a hard ending that a feeling of like I don't know what it's like to be divorced but it does feel like that kind of like okay enough is enough we're done here everything that needs to transpire has transpired we've tried everything enough so it's been comforting though to know these kind of things and if you have questions or you want to do like a little mini service on that I can totally totally get you in and give you a good lowdown on what your number is and how you can work with that now the other thing I wanted to say is a beautiful experience I've had during this big transition right now was um, not one that I would have thought of so that's why I was so excited to share it with you because maybe it'll help expand you and I will share as well um, in the show notes her Instagram but I had a reading with Fox, who helped me find my soul animal, my spirit animal. And now you can have many animal guides throughout your life. And Fox says this really, really well, but I'll just try to give you a quick little synopsis of it. But you always have one soul animal, and this is your animal that you are at your core. And Fox has a really cool theory that this is the animal you've always been since the beginning of your soul, which is such a cool idea. And concept and I fully resonate with that actually. And so this lifetime, your animal may be learning different lessons. And so other animals can come in to to help guide your animal. And the reason this has helped me so much through my transition, I mean, it, it, it's been such a deep lesson. I, I bought Barry one, like as soon as I had found my animal, I wanted to know my partner's animal and I've been doing, doing it with my family and my girlfriends and it's just been wonderful, but it really shows you at your core, the way that you're meant to be moving in the world. It, and it feels just, it's the same way when I do astrology readings for my clients. There's just, it's not always, while it is new information, it's not always a feeling of like, wow, this is new intel that I never knew before. It's actually like when you hear it spoken, it resonates in your bones or beyond. So when Fox was filling me in on my animal, which is an Arctic tern, that is a type of bird. It's a beautiful white bird with gray and black tipped wings and it has a beautiful red orange beak and and feet and it's one of the most migratory birds uh, like in the world so it, it travels the distance of to, from earth to the moon times three over its 30 year lifetime so insert mind blown emoji <laughs> like really the resonance was so beautiful one of my greatest fears around this transition i'm going through was getting stuck feeling like i'm coming back to the place i had felt stuck in before and getting stuck again and she just reminded me you have wings like you are a bird you are an arctic tern like you are meant to go from pole to pole every single year twice a year north to south like full on global expansion and you are never trapped anywhere. And it was just such a hug to my heart that like I do have the power 
to spread my wings at any point in time. And I never gave myself permission to fully acknowledge that. And so this transition back to the place where I felt stuck before has actually been so divine because it's showing me you can choose to be here and you can choose to go whenever you want. And uh, that is just one of the many nuggets that I was gifted with from her and there was even a fun thing that she spoke about with with the Arctic Turn and the, and how they mate, like their mating dance. Well, it's rather a ritual, like it's a whole thing. Like there's different levels of the mating ritual, and it was really fun to like compare and contrast, like the, how the actual animal does it and how I did it, and how um, and I shared it with Barry as well, and we we talked about the dance and and the um, the flight and just the the whole process of it, and it was really really cool for us to share um, and to connect over that. So I would highly, highly recommend if you've got um, some time to really connect with your animal spirit. And since then, I've been going on journeys with my animal spirit and I've named her or rather she's revealed her name to me. And it's just such a potent, potent animal medicine that I would highly, highly suggest. And I, again, I will leave Fox's um, link in the show notes. I'll, I'll leave her name and how you can connect with her. And uh, she's actually local here in Wilmington, North Carolina. So it's been such a treat, such a treat. And she's also connecting over Zoom. So you can have a reading from anywhere in the world. She read Barry from Ireland. So that was really special to see and witness and to just share in it with him. By the way, in case you're wondering, he's a fox as well. <laughs> so I guess I needed a lot of fox medicine in my little bird life. <laughs> But so this is this is where I'm going to wrap it up for you guys. There is also a really big there's there's a couple astrology points you can kind of keep your eye on to as you're moving through your transitions. And I'm going to be doing another episode on transitions coming up soon. Um, there's a whole another journey I've been taking with a shaman that I want to share with you and, and give you the downloads that I've been getting. Um, but I just wanted to say, keep your eyes peeled. There's a new moon coming up in Cancer, July 20th, July 20th. And if you're local in Wilmington, North Carolina, let me know because we're doing a beautiful fire ceremony and I would love to have you present for it. And so look out for that. New moons are great times to plant new seeds, okay? And um, also a really beautiful time to get ready to create something, um, to have this feeling of energy coming out of the, literally out of the galaxy, raining down upon you through the moon juices. And the new moon is one of the darkest nights of the month. And it's because she's building, like she's about to start waxing. And it's just, it's just a really powerful time. The new moon is one of my most powerful um, times of the month. And I always make sure I write down my intentions and I tuck them away. And um, it's beautiful to pull them out and watch and see how the world is co-created with me, how the universe has just sprinkled its magic dust all over my manifestations. So highly suggest that. Also, I would say get really curious about um, the Jupiter in Capricorn sextile. Now, this sounds a little bit advanced, but I'm going to break it down for you. It's coming up July 27th. Jupiter is currently in Capricorn this year. Okay, so for all my astro nerds, check out where your Capricorn house is in your astrology and also check out where your Jupiter is. You can start to get clues on which areas of your life that is going to be 
receiving the blessings of Jupiter. And, um, and what that is, is usually literally Jupiter is all about blessings and expansion and abundance. So um, you can also look back in February, this, this um, aspect I'm speaking of Jupiter sextile, it, it happened in February, and it's going to happen again in October. So you can kind of get clues on what was going on in February, and uh, get a get a little bit of a prediction going about what's going to be coming up for you at the end of July. I think it's going to be a really, really potent time. I actually had a really beautiful experience in February around this placement. So I wanted to share some gold with you guys and a little bit of ray of hope. So it's a very it's a very favorable placement. So make sure you mark it in your calendars, do a little bit of research, and um, just prepare for some magic there, okay, babes? Um, and I just wanted to say I love you and it's okay to not be okay. There are transitions that we are going through always. Like I, I've just come to accept it. Okay, another transition. Now this one's a little bit bigger, but really it's just one that needs to happen. It's just a bridge and we're just going to get over the bridge by stepping one step at a time, one foot in front of the other, right? I love you all. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm going to link Fox up here in the notes. Reach out to me if you need me. I'm available to you always. Um, and big, big hugs and kisses from North Carolina. <laughs>